Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor talking about unique ways to learn concepts. Uh, My sister and brother-in-law love just how the brain works. And so they have been working with their kids to help them with their math, utilizing an abacus. Apparently, an abacus is a great way for kids to understand the ones, the tens, the one hundreds places and just help them be able to do multiplication, uh, addition, subtraction, all of that. So an abacus might be a unique way for someone to learn something, although back in the day it was just standard practice. Uh, Producer Mike, unique ways of learning. Is there something that you've learned and it was just presented to you in such a way you were like, So I'm a child of the 90s. I grew up with Bill Nye the Science Guy in my classroom. Yes. What a great way to learn. (laughs) It was just something like ridiculously entertaining, but also educational as well. Yeah. And geared towards kids. And I just remember that was always a highlight of... Yeah. any class, you know, the teacher wheels in the, the TV and the VCR combo <laughs> and you're like, oh boy, Phil Nye, here we go. Yeah, let's do some learning. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fun. I find too, sometimes the messier, the better. Mm. So you're learning about how chemicals react and you make a volcano. Yeah. And then you just understand it better. But then you also have to try it out yourself, get your mm-hmm. own baking soda and vinegar and make a mess of the kitchen. You you're, know yeah, goes. your parents are like, what's happening? And you just look at them and you say... Science. That's right. You put your <laughs> goggles back on. Yeah. Get back to it. <laughs> well, clearly Mike was a mad scientist back in his day. Uh, I love this. It's from Susan. She says that she has uh, some nieces that will come over and they cook. And for her, it's been a great way of helping them practice their fractions. And it's true. I mean, science is all over cooking. You've got your fractions and sometimes you have to double recipes and the end result is something tasty, but it is all scientific chemical reactions. So we're getting creative, guys, as we learn things with the little ones in our lives. Hey, I know a lot of you love, love Canadian artists and you want to support them. So make sure you check out covenantwards.ca as it has now the nominees listed for the 43 annual Covenant Awards happening in Kitchener in November. And uh, this artist, Sterling John, nominated for a couple of them. And it's his song, Holding On To You. Uh, today we're diving to the conversation about tithing, um, about just how, as a couple, do you tackle that conversation? Is it a together thing or do you tithe individually as 60% of married couples that were surveyed said that they do it together and 30% said it's an individual thing and me and my husband are in the 30% we talk about it but we each have our own amounts that we tithe um, as we can so I'm curious 905-338-1250 Sylvia texted in she said together thing all the money comes into one account and we've already allocated in advance what we will be tithing So I think it's also nice, too, when you already know each month kind of what's coming in. We do a lot of freelance stuff in our house, so it's it's a challenge to know exactly uh, what will be the end amount at the end of that month. So uh, Sylvia and her husband, together. Uh, We got a few of you also saying together. We got Bill, together, Lisa, together. And we have uh, Dean here saying individual. I'm single. (laughs) 
Fair enough, Dean. Thank you. Um, which is also a, you know, it is what it is. Everyone has their own way of doing things based on where they're at. So, Dean, thank you for texting in. 905-338-1250. Thank you for joining us here on Good Company, whether it be through a smart speaker, a smartphone, your laptop, or maybe the radio. Tuning in to AM 1250 on the dial. A pleasure to hang out with you on this National Women's Health and Fitness Day. Surprise! Um, I thought at first it was a day to make me feel guilty for not... (laughs) having a good attack on exercise and fitness. But overall, it's just a day to remind us uh, for women that we are needing to do all the things. So booking your appointments with your doctors to get all of the different kinds of screening exams, but also to take a look at your life and see how you can carve out time to work out, to Um, take a few extra seconds, read a label when you're at the grocery store and try to make some of the more healthier choices instead of sticking with the habits or the things that are easy to do. And so today is just that day to remind you that we're going to celebrate women's health and fitness. And what I've really loved as of late is that a lot of women, and maybe because it's social media, but a lot of them are just talking about their everyday health experiences and some of those health milestones that every woman go through, but no one really talks about it. And so you always feel like, oh, is this normal? Is this not normal? How do we navigate this season of life? Why do I suddenly feel anxious when I didn't yesterday? And so just the, I guess just the information about looking for some of those signs that could indicate maybe you are close to burnout, you're struggling with your mental health, uh, maybe there's vitamin deficiencies that are causing certain uh, just aches and pains. There's so many reasons. Women's health is so complex. So uh, today we're celebrating the complexity of not just our emotions, but our bodies as well. And so make sure you book your appointments and maybe create it into more of a social event. Call up a girlfriend. See if you can go for a walk tonight while the weather is still nice and it's a beautiful fall evening. So today, ladies and yes, men, you can be a part of this too. Uh, Let's focus in on our health. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about family photos, even your favorite memories of the school pictures. So got a couple of you saying that you absolutely remember the laser backdrop. I mean, come on. It was nothing short of iconic. Uh, Producer Mike, photos. Do you have any fun school photo memories? Yeah, I'm... I always got the uh, the school photo, the class photo, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. Those were always the fun ones to look back on. I don't know. You go, hey, remember that kid? Yeah, I haven't seen him since grade one. Yeah. I don't know where he is, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting to look back on that and, and just, uh, I don't know, see the styles too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow, all the... All the cargo pants from the early yes. 2000s. Yes, <laughs> although they are making a comeback. That's true, yeah. The very uh, skater look, right? Yeah, they came back with a vengeance this yeah. year. Oh my goodness, I love that. Well, if you've got some fun fall family photo tips or maybe a story about the school photos, like producer Mike, uh, let me know, 905-338-1250. Uh, a lovely message here. This is from Rachel, and she said that uh, looking back at some of her elementary pictures, she sees how much her daughter is look like her but also it was fun just to reminisce and yeah I think that's that's the thing about the pictures it's a bit of a time capsule 
It's a, a nod to the season that we are in right now. Uh, oh, we got some great ideas here for the fall family photos. And um, this one's from Melissa. She says, we like to do the fall family photos where we throw the leaves up in the air it has created some really cool pictures, but you have to wait till November or middle of October for those ones. Yeah, you got to wait to get those big, massive mounds of all of those beautifully colored leaves. And I just feel like the oak trees, just they don't want to let go of them. You do like your fall cleanup, get them all in bags. You're like, yeah, this is going to be great. Two weeks later, you do your fall... <laughs> fall cleanup again get them back in more bags yeah so wait a little bit then you can do more of those kinds of fall leaves in the air and jumping in the piles of leaves those are always fun more like family activity kind of pictures so melissa thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us here on Good Company, whether it be streaming at joyradio.ca, using the MyJoy Radio app for Google and Apple devices, or even a smart speaker. Just ask it to play Joy Radio and tune in and you're good to go. Lots of ways for you to be part of our conversations. And today's a special celebration as it, my friends, is National Coffee Day. And as I glance across the table, producer Mike yawning. I'm not yawning. Yes, you're yawning. you are. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not yawning. yawning. <laughs> have you had a coffee yet? I have. Yeah. I need another one. I think so. It's too late in the day, though. I can't drink coffee in the afternoon. or. Yeah, that's the struggle. Right? It it's really a balance. Is. The caffeine balance. Yeah. yeah you got to figure out what the sweet spot is for you. But here's a fun fact. Okay. Um, coffee grounds, good for the garden, mm -hmm. like the used ones. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. Also, they're apparently um, being added into cement blocks, and they are now stronger blocks. Uh, they don't smell like <laughs> like coffee. It's no. not like this cement sidewalk. Ooh, it's so fragrant. <laughs> it rains. It smells like a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the case. It's not. Um, but yeah, it's a more environmental way of making cement blocks. Okay, so caffeine, good all around. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, coffee has so many benefits. Great. Not just for a good kick to get you started in the morning. Mm. <laughs> good kick on the sidewalk, too. Yeah, there like you go. <laughs> well, you're walking, ah, I smell coffee. I feel, you know, by association caffeinated. Let's walk a little further. <laughs> Pounds were lost all over the city. Anyway, uh, go grab yourself a cup of coffee 